everybody welcome back to the haunted runners podcast (laughs) and haunted runners live i'm joined here by my bomb bad order 66 surviving jedi jamie matt and jack how's it going all right it's a good one you that that one out of nowhere every time every time (laughs) i think of them as i'm speaking so i like how fast you said our names jamie matt and jack jamie matt and jack it's the new the trio so we're gonna be a little little gassed tonight because we just got back from the first uh day of pax east i'm not i'm full of energy i was at work all day so we have gassed in an exhausted way and then gassed in a they're really excited and got a lot of energy way so right so i don't know if i said that the word gas for both situations i I don't know to show how gassed i don't know gassed Gassed, (laughs) i thought was like dead like like tired I don't know why but, I, I pantomimed being tired. You guys know what that's uh, like. <laughs> my best guess is that if you are gassed, you're tired. But if you're gassed up, then Ooh, you're... Ooh, gassed up. That's it. There you go. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's the difference. Anyway. So we're here to talk <laughs> yep. about Chapter 20 of The Mandalorian, The oh. Foundling, which Carl Weathers very nicely spoiled for us, like, days in advance. He said the title of it, and he, that he's right. directing it. But every other episode, it's like, we don't know until the day of. He's like, oh, hey, it's the foundling, and no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm just too pumped for my episode, you guys. There he is. Hey, it's, I directed the foundling. <laughs> I would have thought for sure. Last week, I predicted that this would be a Navarro episode with We'd See Grief again, especially he's directing it, because he directed the episode he was in last time, yeah. right? Last season. Maybe he didn't want to direct himself again within yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, probably, that's probably not great, so... Yeah, I heard he's notoriously hard to work with. From him, he, he said <laughs> okay. that himself. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. I'm sure he's great to work with. No, I definitely, without a doubt. But, um, good episode. Yeah. I almost said great. I mean, very, very, very great moment that we're all going to get to. A plus moment. One of the best of, um, yep. I guess in the Mandalorian. I don't know. When that, I didn't when have that bird to do with the Mandalorian. Spits out the baby Mandalorian. That was my favorite. Yeah, that, that was the one. best part of the entire Years. episode. Love that. Years in the making. It's yeah. actually a raptor. <laughs> a raptor. Raptor bird. Sure. Raptor bird. sure. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't have an icebreaker question this week, but I guess we'll just go around and start talking about the episode. So, what was everyone's favorite part? Dude, Ragnar sucks. I just want to say that right now. <laughs> He'll probably get better over the course of the season, but Ragnar, he just keeps getting eaten. He keeps getting attacked by animals every time he steps out of the cave. What's going on? Yeah, that's true. He like <laughs> it's true. He has the um SpongeBob reference. He has um when when they'd keep getting when Squidward would keep getting attacked by the uh he doesn't uh, like you. Bear. Bear. I guess the he bear. just doesn't like you. Yeah, he's like that. <laughs> that's Squidward. Dude, le- legitimately, like the crocodile monster, then the stupid bird. Yeah. Just just keep him in the cave, guys. Next week will be a sea rhinoceros. There you go. So. <laughs> then you know there's a SpongeBob viewer within their ranks. So, yeah. and all he has and to do is draw a circle. I'd say uh, we've already got land. We've already got sea and air. So I think we're due for another crate dragon to show up. So that crate dragon just gonna pop right in through the foundry. There you go. But it has yeah. to, yeah, it has to also be on this planet. Or so. the mythosaur yep. is just gonna eat him in one bite. Hey, <laughs> it's gonna take a <laughs> no, trip. No, we need over. a fire. We need a fire monster. We need. Uh... Are there any fire monsters? <laughs> I can't even think of it. There's no fire-breathing monsters in Star Wars. There's gotta um, be. The Balrog. Those. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. There you go. Crossover. Wow. One of those f- farting beetles. What? AJ what the, um, oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Scorch hounds. What are they? Oh yeah, Scarhounds. Scarhounds. Seventy-six lore. No. So, so Ragnar is, is standing outside, maybe taking a piss in the lake, and then a charhound runs up to him and starts starts biting his leg. That's what's going to happen next episode. Speaking of, now. <laughs> Speaking of Ragnar, we got confirmation that he's Paz's son. The face of yeah. my son. Yeah. He was trying to play so cool. It's like, dude. I loved like that moment too, because like Din and Bo are literally just do a huh and like look They're at like, each other like what? It was like a fourth wall situation. <laughs> I thought he just liked the same color scheme. <laughs> this is why attachment is bad. Don't freak out. Play it cool. Don't run into the nest and get eaten by three babies and a big mom. Just hey, chill. 
Mm-hmm. It was the first time anyone in that cult showed some personality. It's not a personality. A concerning amount of time, uh, just unsupervised and like dealing with like so like how long did he spend? Oh, he was in that bird's throat, throat for a that... day for a whole. He didn't day. have any like he didn't have any mucus or anything on back. him. How was he in that bird's mouth for a full day, at least a full night, and he wasn't covered in crap? I don't understand. Like, yeah. he should have been covered in like at least not like a dry throat, very dry throat, sandpaper. In fact, the, rap- he was just stuck the raptor there. needed some uh, lozenges. Yeah, that's very it. dry throat. <laughs> he's he's one second away from breathing fire. He's he's that. Have yeah, that rough, rough that go dry. And we're back to the fire breathing thing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> wow. So I don't know. This episode was interesting <laughs> because we're, we're all, I'm beating around the bush here. I, I Everyone knows I hate the cult. I think we all sort of don't like the cult. And this episode is very focused on them. And it was he on that once again talking about hating the cult. <laughs> I'm once here to talk about how much I, I hate the cult. Which I find really funny because last week, I'm not going to say you were coming around on them, but you were you were easing up on them. Like you weren't like I hadn't seen them in a while. They're they're stupid and they're dumb. But now it's like you hate them again. You're back. back, You're like fully back on the on the hate train. Well, I think he's always been there. I'm frustrated that they're (laughs) and we while in Starbucks earlier, we talked with Jack a little bit and he had some Mm -hmm. good points. But I'm frustrated that they're they're kind of making the cult. They're buttering us up to the cult, I feel. And maybe it's intentional and like genius writing that it's gonna be a plot twist down the road. But um, so I would I, say I'd smart. like to. I wouldn't say genius. I would say smart. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to to take this time to to reevaluate um, <laughs> the cult, if you will, because the only person we've heard call them a cult is Bo, mm-hmm. uh, and she's a little biased. But like, I'm I I wouldn't go so far as to say she'd outright lie or slander this this group if she didn't think that their ways were a little bit too outlandish. But um, I don't I don't know. I just I I don't know if that's it I don't know if they're exactly a cult so much as they are like a monastic order because like they they don't really show emotion like they they play everything close to the chest like they're just focused on surviving as much as they can they're just inept is what I'm seeing is they're just really bad at at picking hideouts and and not getting picked off by a bunch of creatures I haven't I seen them do anything yeah. that's like ooh that's something I don't like to see people do to other people. Well, you know, like they have, they did one thing, and that's the thing I can't get past. It's what's that? Din takes his helmet off, and they all disown him. That's dangerous behavior. I mean, if you, yeah. sure, that's yeah. awful. Like even the yeah. Jedi, if you break the Jedi rules, like Count Dooku, you could just come back and just hang out and just like chill and be a pal. and delete some files and, and delete, delete some files and, and just and have to do a side quest. Yeah. All but, you have to do is a little side quest. But you shouldn't even have to do that. First of all, taking the helmet off. Not being able to take the helmet off is a dumb rule to begin with. And the show has already shown us multiple times that Din would have either died or Grogu would have died if Din didn't break the rule. So the rule is bad, narratively speaking, because if he follows it, he's screwed and he dies. So it's already bad. But then he takes it off and they disown him. Like, you're not a real Mandalorian. We can't talk to you. You know, go get go get rebaptized. That's dangerous behavior. Now, sure. I'm not as yeah. harsh on the cult as AJ is. I'm somewhere in the middle where I think they are misguided. And I think the mask mm-hmm. rule will eventually be addressed. Um, I keep saying mask. That's helmet. Um, <laughs> but it will be addressed at some point down the line. So I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt for now. Yeah. Under, under the strict understanding that Star Wars is not a translation to one one to one to real life morals, like yeah. Darth Vader does not get redeemed in real life. You know, the Jedi not allowing romance is pretty weird, but we we understand that this is not real life, so we can, oh, we can accept those things. Absolutely, and I do want to get ahead of this and say that I am not a cult apologist. No, 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 no. Uh, I know that. I know that. I, I, I do believe that they need to change their ways, hundred percent. Because, yeah, that's a really great point, Matt. And I think I'm, I'm with you on this, where it's like the most, the most likely course is to take this group and to steer them to better paths from within, because they've now regained a place to, to be able to do that and have yeah. the respect to do so. Well, I think yeah. you know, there's going to be a reuniting of some of the, of the Mandalorian clans. Uh, And I think once this group starts getting exposed to other people, the rules will kind of mix. Now, hopefully, 
I could be, you know, totally off and the opposite will happen where everybody meets this new group and they're like, oh, we can't take our helmets off anymore. And everybody gets baptized as the children <laughs> of the watch. And it's like, no. oh, Jesus, no. um, who knows? Right. But for yeah. now, I think we're leaning in the opposite direction. We'll see. I, I think that it'll it'll all come to a head of what's the history here, because the whole fact they are children of the watch. Um, Bo-Katan's group is literally Death Watch. So this group stemmed off of her group. Yeah. Um, so like, I think that that is going to come to a head for like the general viewer. Cause they don't, they don't know that they don't know what death watch are. They don't know what the night owls are. The first time like that was even like said, um, Hey, Khalid. Hey, Khalid. <laughs> um, yeah. the first time that was even said was like, uh, last week when Bo-Katan or last week, two weeks ago, when she showed up at the covert and, uh, Paz Vizil is just like night owl. Like that's the first time that was said in the show. So like, yeah, you're right. that's yeah. new to like the average viewer. So like that needs to be explained further what was death watch and why yeah. is it important for the history of this group? So I think that's something that they're going to explore a little bit as well. Also, um, if the forge like has PTSD, uh, implications, <laughs> it must be rough being the armorer, right? Cause oh, like, man. I'm sure she's got some skeletons in her closet and she's in there 24 yeah. <laughs> dude. She's reliving that time. She farted in class when it was really quiet. Every time she's like, moment of my life. I, um, <laughs> I, I love that, that entire, like, uh, the way that that was set up with um grogu has his flashbacks just like din did in season one yeah. and um during like our like watch of it um aj did the watch and then i watched it again with him and like, when we went into it sorry to backtrack when i went into this episode aj was like i have to watch this episode with you because i have to see your reaction to this one moment the moment being the reveal of the jedi um but there was like so many stupid little things in this episode in which i was just like is that the moment is <laughs> It was a lot of like really dumb things. And then when the actual thing oh. happened, I was just like, oh my gosh. Um, but one of the moments that I pointed out was that like Din's, Din's flashbacks were exactly the same as Grogu's. Like, I want to go back and like rewatch like that scene from season one when he relives how he, he was found by the Bandalorians. Yeah. And I love yeah. that that's how they chose to show us uh, Grogu's memories. Like, that was a really cool way of doing it. And I, I really like the way that was genius. set up. That yeah, what it was. Yes, it was incredibly clever. You know, this episode new. was incredibly thematically solid. <laughs> like, you know, the this idea that the older generation will do everything in their power to save and pass on, you know, the the traits of their generation to the next to protect them to do that. I mean, that's all sturdy and yeah. good. You know, it's just that this episode was thirty minutes long, and half of it was like. You know, chasing your pants, a dinosaur cameo time that was like awesome, and the other half was like, gotta gotta get this raptor that's choking on this boy. <laughs> oh, we totally jumped over um, uh, the little sparring oh, match, which yeah. I thought yeah. was yeah. yeah, that was the other big thing. Yeah, yeah. So, like, let's go back and discuss that then. <laughs> I love yeah. that that Din was just Grogu's watching the crabs. We're doing it, and once again, Din is <laughs> Din is inept. Quit playing with the rocks, and it's like, come on, they're not rocks, they're crabs. See, I didn't think they were crabs. I thought he was. I thought he was moving them. I well, I think did you they... didn't see the little legs sticking well, out at the bottom of them. At, there were two rocks that moved at the beginning that I thought were just rocks, and then the third one popped up, and it was like, it's me, a crab. And they also I was leaked like, oh, that concept crabs. art. Well, did so. did was totally joking with with Grogu when he was getting attacked by the little squid um, in the. The, uh, the traveler right was it? uh but yeah, this one yeah he did seem to be a little bit more like dude don't you don't you see what's going on i agree yeah uh <laughs> and it's like like all right i just watched this kid uh suplex this other kid and just like body slam him into the into the dirt grogu your turn go for it go if for you it, watch you i love the scene <laughs> because grogu's playing with the crabs you can watch din in the background and he's just staring at that fight and he does like some hand signal and it's like what is he doing back there and then he comes to get grogu and then he's just like yeah. new challenger. It's like down the bag of flour. <laughs> the way that like <laughs> the way that like okay, this, bear with me here, guys. The way that Din um walks up to Grogu from behind like that is it's so slow and like whatnot. It's just like the Jeff Goldblum walk up to the giant pile of shit in Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> what what a, what a, what a weird like walk comparison. Well, I love yeah, they, they both do like a really slow like. He saunters up to that pile of shit real good, and Mando is Grogu the pile of shit. 
Damn. <laughs> no, no. But Ragnar is the pile of shit. <laughs> yes, he is. And instead Ragnar of like saying blows. that's a huge pile of shit, he just says, "Quit playing with the rocks." So like, it's it's the Quit same scene. I need some Karate Kid music uh, soundtrack over the. I guess <laughs> I I love this because it was literally just a, a karate fight, and because they had like they were given like the points and whatnot Point. for like touch essentially, which is exactly yeah. the rules in the regular karate tournament. So that was cool. And it was I I felt bad for Ragnar at least a little bit in the beginning because like he doesn't know that Grogu is force sensitive and can do wow. little flippy jumps. So like he's right to be like, hey. I think this kid's a little too small for yeah. like like wrestling, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So I love how Ragnar definitely like thought that, and he was just like, "Oh, I'll pick the darts because like it's this kid. I'm not gonna fight an actual baby because like yeah. he didn't know, so he picked the darts because he was probably like, oh, I can be like, and nothing's gonna happen.' Meanwhile, he got. Imagine if they were like tossing each other around. Grogu's just three. picking him up and like spinning him over his head like a pizza. They could do three <laughs> shots in one turn, and Ragnar didn't think to do that. Like he was going easy on him because Ragnar sucks because it didn't that, have what it takes to be a Mandalorian a and kill a baby. Yeah. I didn't know it was a rule that he could just. I, I don't know who's making these rules, but just you could shoot yeah, three at once. Who didn't? It know seemed that? more like you'd have to dodge, you know, like uh, than than just be able to unload in a single uh, turn. But I really liked the line by Din before the fight when Ragnar is kind of complaining about it. And Din's like, well, maybe the lesson's for you then. <laughs> one does not really speak good. unless one knows. Yeah. Which yeah, is funny because like that reminds me of a, a, an old Gandalf quote that I've always enjoyed, which is uh, the wise only speak of what they know. Mm-hmm. And- yeah. <laughs> sweep the baby. Sweep the baby. <laughs> and since you can't really sweep his legs, you, you're just punting him. You're basically you're just punting aren't him you? across the beach. No mercy. They didn't really show like Paz like during that fight, so maybe he was just like the other side of the beach, just like doing like the oh, he stare across. Oh, one hundred percent. That's all he does. Sorry, I have a Paz shift. I have to be all Paz over here for a couple hours. <laughs> oh my god, I, I love like going into it as well. Like Bo-Katan is also just like, are you sure? Like this is a good idea. And Din's literally like, not a fire or dart. No problem. Don't It'll worry about fine. it. I love that Bo was in the corner too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Which, yeah i don't for, for a second my mind just went to like rocky we always randomly bring up rocky with star wars we the do. past two weeks well last week we Underdog talked about drago story, and rocky but <laughs> carl weather carl weathers directed the episode you got Bo in the corner like uh mickey talking to rocky so he, I, don't know. I, I like that bow. You gotta eat thunder and you're gonna crap lightning, Grogu. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> She's gonna eat thunder and <laughs> Grogu just goes. Bah, 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 bah. I think you said something about a bell. Adrian, <laughs> he's, he's just as intelligible as Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> What's the fairly odd parents thing again? Sylvester Calzone. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is the most sleepy sport. This isn't my sleek and stylish Italian sports car. It's much roomier. And then he opens uh, the door and he blows up the Death Star. And that's just uh, it's, it's come full circle. Not to derail us, but we literally saw a Doug Dimmadome, owner of the Dimsdale Dimmadome today at Doug Dimmadome? Oh my god. Owner of the Dimsdale Dimmadome. Anyway, anyway, sorry. Um, that was our own reeling it back. So the first thing I thought that AJ was trying to show me when I was like, oh yeah, he's like, I can't wait to see your reaction. I thought it was going to be seeing all these Mandalorians fighting. And then there was like, you could clearly tell they filmed each in like groups of like three, two or three, and then they just layered them all on top of each other. So I was just like, is it is it the layering in this scene? And then he was like, no, no. I'm like, <laughs> cool. <laughs> I um, really love, I continue to love, well, I continue to love that Bo is such a big part of this season. It yeah. feels like it's just about her She's as it is Din. In this season. And I, Absolutely. I love the dynamic still of Bo and Din. Like I know a whole team of them went out to save uh, Ragnar there from the Raptor. But... Ragnar. It's, Ragnar. It's making me look at chapter two in a different light because I think it's kind of like it had to walk so that chapter, or season two in a different light because it's, it's right. uh, helping me. Okay, so like season two really had to sacrifice itself, be Cameo City so that we could set up these kind of elements to just naturally breathe into season three and it's really coming across. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. crazy how much Bo is in it. I mean, she's... She's very vital yeah. for the season. So, exactly. absolutely. But should we talk about the flashback? Yeah, I think, I think that brings us back. Yeah, I just wanted to give the the flippy flips and all that it's due. We can come back. Can we come? Well, we talked about the darts real quick. How do you feel about Grogu flipping around like that? How, how do we uh, feel? I mean, it, it, looks... lo- it didn't look very good. <laughs> I know it looks wonky like, for sure. It looks like uh, 
I mean, I don't know how you can make it look good. Like Yoda. If I complained about. Anything, yeah, if I complained about all the times uh, Yoda flipping around didn't look good, it's I'd worth be, a good uh, chuckle. I'd have a long list, so I'm just gonna. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, like, it's it's the most that they can do with the situation. I mean, like, we honestly compared it to uh, tossing around a bag of flour. <laughs> it almost looks yeah. like it's practical. Yeah, it looks it, practical. It, it, it looks like just strings, which honestly, yeah. I, um, I, I, I like I that more than CG. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, it's just, I, you still know it's real. Like, I don't yeah. care if it doesn't look accurate. Like, they could do it in CGI and it would look perfect. But it would It'll instantly take us out yeah. of Grogu. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that they, they do try to do as much as like little practical stuff. I love when he like toddles around as well. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. He, he was so slow. He, he, he was so slow. He was moving like, this episode. No, dude, the armor was like, he's like a Lego I'm going to make you I'm going to make you some armor. And his he's 40 like, time <laughs> went up by like 0. 0.2 seconds. Yeah. I love how that was a little dynamic as well. This episode, the armor stayed behind to like watch everybody that was back in the covert but like she immediately was just like come on grogu like didn't like and hesitate like, at all keep your she, damn she hands off like, him. <laughs> damn hands up. i you know him. i actually really liked her dynamic with grogu this episode it was she good did. yeah I, the armor it kills me because the... i understand that it's problematic but she's warming up to me i don't yeah i'm warming <laughs> up to her i should say she's not i don't know matt they're she luring you me. in they are they are I feel like this was really one of the first times we had her talking to Grogu, like actually talking to him. Because it's always just been, oh, for the child, for your foundling. I think this is the first time she's really been talking directly to Grogu. And because she's like realizing that this this little green guy is not going away with whatever's going on. So she's like, I got to deal with this. So she made him uh, my first trip to Disney. uh, Dude, oh my (laughs) God, it's too big for him. It's too big for him. What are they going to do with that thing? Exactly. It's like the Clint yeah, Eastwood uh, bulletproof vest. Or the dude, whatever. Yes! When you... the, yeah, the big, uh, the big the door. Kettle, the, the oven door. Just yeah. Yeah. From back to the Back to the Future Part Three. It's such a strange design. I don't, I don't know what that is. But like, dude, regular foundlings when they're that young get that. Like, what's going on here? And I don't get it. They made him a chain vest, which was like awesome and really looked cool. And they were like, let's let's put like a big Scorpio medallion on his chest. <laughs> like the rest of the for the rest of the show and now i'm like this is stupid i gotta look was that like under his bag later or do we not see him i looked uh, it and i didn't like see it, it underneath. I, think okay. I think it's implied that it's just under his bag now it, it like attaches bag? it like attaches to his chain mail and then just slips behind yeah How? okay it's too big it just does yeah, i already asked me. jack if he was gonna make it sad. and we had a long uh few sentences discussion about it the current verdict is no but he probably will. I think you should. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, if I see a file and I get really bored and the ADHD steers me the right way, dude. Yeah, I mean, it'll probably happen. But like, no one's ever asked. To <laughs> it'll see be printed the next chain week. Mail, so. All you need to do is, is take the lid off a of mayonnaise jar, just slap it on his chest. You don't need to make it from scratch. <laughs> it's big though. It's like but the about a mayonnaise jars. jar. That All would right, be so you get about, a pickle like, jar. Size comparison to a Grogu. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to make him animatronic, and and I don't know if the design. <laughs> trying to make an anim- you're making an animatronic. What do you well, want, an engineer? Well, Brian yeah. Anderson, stormtrooper guy on uh, Instagram, has very ni- very nicely on Thingiverse released files and schematics for wiring up an animatronic Grogu. Like simple, moves around. simple schematic. So it'd be nice to have it moving in the bag. That's all. Uh, but yeah, like it's that's more interesting to me than like, hey, you want to see underneath his shirt. <laughs> Hey, hey, kids, look. Oh, God. <laughs> look at my son's chest plate. Look at my Whoa. son's chest. Just, just not Whoa. eager. <laughs> Bo did mine, get like, a new uh, shoulder. To make it Ooh, yep. movable. That did not work. Yep. Yeah, that was really cool. And then, like, it's going to raise the question, like, hey, Bo, are you going to paint that? And if so, are you going to you know, talk to Din about painting his? Because am I going to have more work to do? <laughs> it's cool that she kind of matches Din now. I think yeah. Din should stay It's kind of like. It's symbolic, right? Because um, Bo has been stuck in her rut for forever, for like decades now. I'm like she she's grown. She grew in Rebels. Like she grew out of out of the way she was in Clone Wars, and and even in the Clone Wars finale, uh, final season stuff. Like she was definitely already turning a corner. Um, but she's still been very much from Clan Kree's, the same way that Paz Vizsla is very much of the Vizsla clan. So I think it's cool to see her have a plate that does remind us of Din because symbolically it's like he's literally rubbing off on her. Uh, yeah. And, and like 
starting to start. She's starting to come around to his way of thinking. It's good. I like that. I like that. I, I, like, I like how, how the... she literally asks for the mythosaur crest, and she like yeah. says to the armor the whole what, "What if? What if I saw a mythosaur?" And the armor's <laughs> like, "Sure, okay, yeah." Yeah, I mean, like I saw some crazy shit when, yeah. when I was went on a spirit journey. I get it. I <laughs> love like, that. No, no, like, actually, a real one. one. Whatever you say, bro. Sure. <laughs> my, my favorite meme that's been floating around is like, uh, I saw a mythosaur. Sure, Grandma. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's going to be interesting. Like, once again, the armor is just so robotic about everything. Like, I want to see some personality there. Like, you can't get a read on her. I don't see her face, she's gonna never seen her face she's probably gonna yeah but just the way she speaks she's never like we've heard din like somewhat excited with things he was i don't know robotic in season one who yeah but... oh yeah din was yeah season two and now he's he's a little more robotic again i'll get to that later i have yeah. some, well, that's what like i have some issues that was part later. of uh i mentioned it when we were talking uh at starbucks that like it they Same almost time. seem more monastic than cultist and and like and and like it's like okay then like is is a is a Christian monastery a cult? Uh, in, These guys in some are ways monks. you could argue potentially because uh, they have to follow a certain <laughs> set of rules or else they're cast out of out of the sect just like anyone else. Well, at least the Mandos have a way back in, um, yeah. uh, like that's baked into the rule set. But like, I th they their their culture is more emotionally reserved and focused on these tenants than it is about like. Um, you know, like there's the helmet. That's really like the worst thing that I think we can think of them doing. So it's just like, I don't know. They just seem to be like taking part of their survival as a Mandalorian sect as you, we have to be mentally and, and emotionally reserved because we see that with Paz. Like he's pretty, he doesn't really let in to, to the audience or anyone that, that Ragnar is his child until yeah. it's the last second and exactly. he's terrified of him truly dying. Yeah. Uh, and that's when he he states that fact. Otherwise, he calls him the foundling or you know the that's child. Like, it's so creepy. It, it's I it's don't... yeah. I don't think it's a healthy way to raise a child or or to have a family. Uh, but that's like part of. I think that's just what happened to them. I know they they pretty much survived the purge or whatever. But like this is still a result of the imperial uh, domination of their culture. You know. And the other thing that's kind of creepy is. Uh, another scene in this episode is when they're eating and they all have to go their separate ways to eat. And like, <laughs> Why do you find that creepy? I don't find that creepy. I just find it funny. It's, it's very creepy. silly. It's, it's silly. very silly. That's that's I like, literally said well, that, Jack. I said, I don't find it creepy. I find it silly. That it's silly yeah, and the creepy. Dedication, the dedication to to a religious order, because I think their their way of life is a religion. Um, and, and, and like that dedication requires these silly traditions that to outsiders so like why are you going to this effort like just eat your damn food but well, like, and like why do you think eating a meal creepy? yeah i don't know because just following the ways of a cult is creepy i mean that's just that well as we've said many a time eating a meal is coming together yeah, yeah that's what it yeah. Eating like a dinner support. is like a coming together and we've seen that in a bunch of things like a bunch of fantasy well, things like lord of the rings before a big battle be... and like yeah. I don't know. In fact, they'll they go their separate ways. It's creepy. It's it would be antithetical to the whole like emotional reservation thing that they have going on to to have that communication and stuff like that. I mean, aside from the whole can't take your helmet off in front of others thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like mealtime is coming together and like breaking bread with one another. And it's yeah. it's it's just very That's odd. Point. To... This wouldn't be a problem if they just had a helmet with like a shield or like a face shield like in the front, like entirely. So they could just like hike it up a little bit, see, still see out of it, have their mouths exposed, and eat. Has Din? No, they have to do has that Din ever strip? He should have pitched the whole like, "Hey guys, what if we just tip it up a little bit?" He did like, that once, well, right? What, dude, he does that. He did that once in front times. of Grogu he, yeah. when he was like kind of wear rubbing it when it was rubbing off. Uh, like, he was like oh, you know, maybe I don't have to worry. He's yeah. done that a few times, and he actually did that. A couple episodes. Was that ago. before or after the whole Living Waters thing? He had the soup. Before after oh that yeah was, yeah no oh, before. yeah the, sorry that was before that was before, was before. The water. okay yeah. yeah okay okay or was it was it before no it was it was before okay Bo had her helmet off, oh, shit. off i don't know man yeah it totally yeah. was it totally was okay because the mythosaur was at the end of the episode and then the next episode they're like immediately he's coughing up water and then they leave you're talking about oh, the soup right. yeah, yeah the soup was yeah, yeah the soup yeah. was hog soup yeah the stew right. hog stew so 
All right, we made it a half an hour without talking about the flashback. Wait, we can't right. talk about. Let's talk about yeah. by far my favorite it. part, our favorite part, probably of the whole episode. Oh. The flashback to oh. Order sixty six, oh, which was way longer than I thought I it was going to be, and it was probably like still like two minutes. But uh, so let me give my point of view. I watched a lot of that stupid. It wasn't stupid. It was fun. Jedi Temple Challenge show with Ahmed Best playing Kel- Master Kellerin Beck because uh, it kind of reminded me of the old Nickelodeon game show things, whatever. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. this would be so cool if it was in canon. It's cool to see Ahmed Best doing this. So when the scene starts and they're like, get him to Kellerin, I was like, oh, wait, Kellerin? Like, that's cool. Was they talking about him? Like, that's a cool reference. And then literally he was there, like, at the bottom of the elevator. I was, that is, it's unbelievable. I shit my pants. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> like, I don't know. There's so many great moments in Star Wars that I get pumped for, but I don't know if it's silly to get pumped for that one because it. I don't know. No, Why it wouldn't it? Was Ahmed Best is the best. Well, it it had yeah. great real yeah. life real life feelings with it, and Star Wars cool feelings because it was just an epic moment, and to see Ahmed Best come full circle to save effing Grogu, he's the one that saves Grogu. Uh, that is unbelievable. Where- he because, was just such an in such a bad mental state years and years ago from Star Wars, and now yeah. he's like on top of the world this week. So it's yeah. like he, it's res- cool he rescued Grogu. He's he's immortalized, cemented. Yeah. Seriously, I mean, yeah. Grogu is the future, one of the future parts of the future of the franchise, because you know he's not going anywhere. Yeah, and now Ahmed Best is the guy who rescued him in Order sixty six. That's just unbelievable. And it's awesome. Yeah, way to throw us for a loop, because I can tell you there were plenty of theories about who rescued Grogu. But none of them were Keller and Beck. No, I've heard people that actually. I don't know. Like, I heard someone like, right. Yeah. Hey, or, I don't know the person. I know the person through a friend, and apparently they called it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They should. They should play the lottery. Yeah. I I love how it all played out because it's perfect for people who have watched Jedi Temple Challenge, and you're like, if you're remembering, you're just like, oh my god, Kellerin, wait, like nice I'm best guy, and then it's him, and it's like, oh my god. So you would either know it from that or. Star Wars fans would usually just know who Ahmed Best is at this point. So you're like, this is an awesome cameo. Yeah. But it's also like, I love how it was pretty much a no-name Jedi. Because like this is like, this is just some Jedi. I, that is the best part about this. Is Grogu wasn't saved by some like Mace top tier, we know who it is. Is <laughs> literally just some guy. Who like, we happen to know the actor. But like, he's literally just some guy. That is fantastic. He, he and just happens perfect. to work with the, with the younglings a lot. So like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, cool. so like <laughs> I, I love everything about that. And plus they go to uh Naboo like cruiser. Dude, and, like, like, yeah. the those Naboos Nubians look great. Like all all of that. I I saw someone like put a uh, post about they're like, oh so maybe fake Mace Windu is actually Keller and Beck in the Phantom Menace. Imagine there that. There you go. There you go. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Biggest fan end. of that. Biggest fan okay, of that. that. Yeah, okay, that is that. I do like that. Yeah. Next special that edition, means... just CGI that shit right in there. It'd Jar Jar perfect, and if... Keller and Beck were in the same place at the same time. I think That's that funny. would be like so fun because There's the, the leading theory brother. with like uh, the Naboo with the Nubian is like uh, the fact <laughs> that uh, it's a it's a Jar Jar shuttle because he's Senator Banks and it says like uh, Senate Guard instead of Naboo Guard right. as no they're credited. Way. It does. Oh, so, like, so that's, that's literally dope. that's so imagine. Jar it's certainly Jar not Padme's. So. And Keller no. and Beck rescued Grogu. Yeah. I, I love that so much. Can Full you circle. imagine? And there's still more of this story to tell. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're, they're keep literally bringing into him to George. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna. We cry. don't know. Well, we we don't know for sure. But the fact that it was credited as uh, Republic guards or Senate guards, um, and not. Naboo security or anything like that. It's like, well, so Too who late. were they protecting in the Republic? Um, and that's a Nubian who else would have one? Jar Jar Binks, because he's right. the senator for Naboo cry. at the time. Amazing. That would. Be... There's another um, Beck who lives on Coruscant during this yeah. time period. So I'm it's just Beck. funny. Yes. There's, I never, I, I would have assumed yeah. beforehand that uh, the Beck that he plays in Tales of the Temple, like the Jedi Temple, were. Uh, of a different era, like like maybe like a different generation. No, and they were canonically find out there's a, there's a So they're yeah. related, and yeah. and and like so to have a family yeah, member who lives in the same city as you, that's got to be pretty wild as a Jedi. You know, that doesn't happen often. Yeah. I, I think it's just enough. I I think that even if they decided to like not explore it further within it, I think it's just enough of this is how we got off course. I'm, 
Like, I think that'd be. Can just you imagine Jar Jar comes back. I'm not going to was... say a redemption because I'm at best didn't need a redemption. But this is a no. great. This is a great moment for I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm at best. And imagine if it is Jar Jar. Jar Jar gets like a full redemption in like in universe. If and then Ahmed Best gets like his moment out of universe. Yeah. That would just be insane. If, if he's doing a scene with Jar Jar, he's doing <laughs> I will lose my shit. <laughs> I, 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 I just lose keep it thinking too. Back to, I keep thinking back to like last fall, we did Rhode Island Comic Con, right? And Ahmed Best was a guest at Rhode Island Comic Con. And like the photo that we took with um, Dorian Kinji, the guy who did this, the stunt work for Cad Bane, yeah. AJ and him did the standoff. Um, as he was called Van. Ahmed Best is literally in the background of that photo, like kind of like pointing at us. <laughs> like I think about this a lot. He's in the I far didn't know right he was corner. There. Can, yeah, he's oh, like, on like the right of behind Dorian. Yeah. To the left um, to the left of that guy in the white shirt. He's yeah. Like, and we're so like, hilarious. wait a second. <laughs> so I've been thinking about this like all day. Like he was he's he did like a handful of conventions like last year, and but he obviously filmed the Mandalorian last year. So I'm just like, he's been sitting <laughs> on this, this secret. Looking at everybody at the conventions, and people aren't going because he was just Jar Jar. But at the same time, it's just hey, like now it's gonna be like I'm back, think, baby. We think at Rhode Island Comic Con, Katie O'Brien and him just like shared a look. At one point, we're just like definitely, that, like great. <laughs> so like it was like oh my god. Just, hey, we, we tried to see him when we were at Star Wars Celebration Chicago. <laughs> yes. We tried to see Ahmed Best. But yeah. uh, I didn't, didn't realize he was it. at Rhode Island. I'm I'm crestfallen. I would have I would have made the time to see him next time. Next time. Next well, time. Now we're now we're all like, uh, yeah, no, he was on stage. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, you can I, you can barely see him. 2019. Oh, oh my yeah, gosh. Baby. Yeah, that's the turn of the king. And there's me with my mask. Hey. Yeah, so it, it comes full circle. Right the, we the Marauders have just been like fed with this season of the Mandalorian so far. Can I just say? Because yeah, like yeah. we've gotten pirates, yeah. we've gotten so much with the whole Mandalorian lore. Um, we've gotten Ahmed Best, so our Jar Jar adjacent, we've gotten New Republic adjacent. The only thing we haven't gotten is Cobb Van. And that's next <laughs> episode. So, I mean, yeah. like what's happening? Twist. There's gonna be a season called uh, a show called Vanth. It's going to be Book of Cobb. Or just Cobb. Book, Book of Vanth. Book of Corn, Vanth. Corn on the Cobb. The Corn volumes of Vanth. Dude. <laughs> the volumes all of, of Vanth. They're all going to be shows at the same time. They're all going to be on at the same time. Um, so, the, uh, the flashback. I mean, we talked about Keller and Beck, but like the clone the troopers look really cool. We saw yeah. some yeah. gunships, a couple of them. They look, they look really good. That was intense. Was some V-Wings. Dude. Oh V-Wings in Bad Batch this week. Don't. And course out security force i honestly Matt, okay yeah i actually think there's a, re a canonical reason for this and i'll talk about it here one of my favorite things about the v-wings one of the favorite my favorite things uh from revenge of the sith is that the v-wings made the tie fighter noise i really liked that as a kid i will forever Still remember that as a kid i was like oh v-wings are the best because they make the tie fighter noise and that's really cool um the v-wings in this did not make the tie fighter noise but they did in bad batch and i think We've seen V-Wings not make the TIE Fighter sound before the Republic falls, but as soon as they transition to the Empire, they make the TIE Fighter sounds. Don't yeah. ask me why, because I think in the movie, we see V-Wings that don't make the sound, and then later on down the line, at the end With of the, the movie, they're, they're making yeah. the TIE Fighter sounds. So I they honestly think the there is like an aesthetic reason. <laughs> There's a switch in this ship that's like, Literally, all right, turn it on. All right. Yeah, the, evil. the sound designer for this episode had to go to the chart and go, okay, V-Wing timeline. Yeah. Okay, no, yeah. no, okay, no. Like, good. honestly, I think there is some kind of like conscious effort for them to like keep the sound of uh, V-Wings consistent for some reason. It's the and, moment Star um, Wars phones in sound design were lost. So yeah. I, I would hope that it's they're the Empire the iOS update. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they they roll out those updates quick, um, yeah. and it and it will kill the old software. Yeah, so. but but no one wants to update unless it's got emoji packs. <laughs> right. That's true. That's oh true. my gosh. But so, yeah, so the, the entire I mean, it's never never expected when Order sixty six just like reappears. It's, it's always just the biggest jump scare, and it's like, oh my god, here we go. Yeah, I didn't expect it either. But, no, they did not. Um, this <laughs> so was, many people expected 
Vader to come through those doors. Why it was just would... a bunch of clone troopers. I don't know why they thought that. I mean, they probably thought I mean... that because Hayden was around doing the stuff. But... Mm. Yeah, it would it would have taken a, a little, little away from the moment. We already saw Hayden walk through a door and stab a bunch of kids. Why do we need to see it again? We just we saw it. We just saw it in in Obi Wan. Honestly, yeah. that kind of, it kind of sounds like a, the setup of some kind of a joke that you would say to someone who like doesn't know anything about Star Wars. You'd be like, "Oh yeah, I love when Vader shows up at the Mandalorian." It's just like, wait, what? Oh. <laughs> like, it, it I love like when this... Kellerin Beck shows up in the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Even better. Um, but yeah, I think this is one of my favorite Order sixty six sequences. Like it, it, was, it was really damn good. It was like, a, it, a happy ending one, sort of. Yeah, so, it, yeah, yeah. We rarely yeah. get like they actually succeed in escaping. And so I think that that was why it was one of my favorite ones. That Just was such a well... To add to the compilation. Oh, there, yeah. There's like a famous compilation of like every Order 66 scene. Mm -hmm. And now we get it. We get another one to add. Mm -hmm. Yippee. <laughs> yeah, uh, Abby was telling me about this. And, and uh, we got to like watch the episode again so she could like do the Leo point for me. But yeah, <laughs> just like, over there! <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. Oh, Look, at him. Look at him. He, he looks king. so good as well. I, oh. I love how much like actual style his Jedi robes had as well. Like it is throw like we we, we saw each other there, right? So we it threw us all for a loop and we're just like oh, like buzzing about it. But like he had the accents on the collar, he had like the extra like um extra details on the sleeves the and everything. He the had wrapping the cape, yeah. his, like, cape style like robe, not just like the robe, regular robe, and I'm just like it's it's perfect. Oh, it just looks so good. He looks that, so good. He's got the Calgatarn uh leather bracers. It's good. Yes, yeah. Hey, hey, uh oh, uh oh, bring him <laughs> up, bring him up. Ding 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 Wait ding ding there ding. There's, there's, there's the alarm. Jack was dressed as Cal. <laughs> Guitar today, I was, and I got and recognized he, way more. Than he got a uh, a security guard that got very excited to see him. Oh, yeah, wow. he was like, "Kyle, get down, come over here." So <laughs> That's great. Uh, oh my god! But yes, so, I was about to say that reminds me very much of the High Republic robes with the gold trim. Yeah, with the gold. Seriously, yeah. But that was the yeah. thing. I was like, I assumed that style like was banned at some point, and so I Man. guess it's just like now it just fell out of it fell out of fashion. And, yeah, like, it fell out of fashion. Like Kellerin. So, I we like to think that, that the, the I like to think that the aesthetic then is he likes to wear the vintage clothes. Why not? Yeah, right? Why not? Yeah, sure. Great. Someone likes some people like a throwback. I mean, hell, Pax is doing that 80s thing. Sorry. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So with uh, the execution of this plan of like, okay, let's put Grogu down this elevator. Uh Kellerin's gonna take him over there. Like they were from elevator to leaving the planet, two minutes. Like what a Great time, great timing. What a great time! Yeah, yeah. I think it was, everybody like a great, was having fun. Leisurely a very breathe. good airport run. <laughs> that uh, that speeder made it really far too for like losing like both of the engines. Yeah, dude. I know, seriously, he crashes like almost full speed into that platform, and he just like gets up, Flops brushes off. himself off. That's Jedi for you. And yeah. and he's so lucky that they happen to show up with a speeder with a little like uh, Indiana Jones's dad cart next to it. The sidecar. Yeah, the sidecar. Oh. Ready to go. Yeah. So that salvage lightsaber fight that oh, was great. With mm -hmm. the sabers, one was one was his, and the other one was the person, the Jedi who died, like falling into the elevator. Right, it was on yeah. the ground. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he picked. And it neither up. of them were purple, which right. is Keller and Vex lightsaber color in the show. Well, and apparently he had a lightsaber color and, uh, you know, costume change in between those. He's like, listen, I need a whole wardrobe Maybe he lost and it or everything. Uh, so, I'm going to change this crystal real quick. So well, canonically, yeah, <laughs> like, is that Keller and Beck, like the Jedi Trials, Jedi Temple Trials? So I think that, like, the Jedi Trials challenge like, is its own little self-isolated thing. I don't think it's not going to impact anything. I, I no. love that they just plucked know, the maybe. character out, though. So, like, I don't, I don't think it's... Anyhow. Yeah, they're not gonna it's like. Canon you know what? That's that he exists. It's in the world between worlds. There you go. There you go. That's <laughs> where he, that's where he ends up, and he's gonna and Ahsoka's gonna be there in the show, and he's gonna meet her. And he and they're gonna run a bunch of challenges for kids. Yep, yep. That's Did what the Ahsoka show is about. It literally, literally the Ahsoka Ash show is just the is just Jack <laughs> Temple trial. <laughs> Season did Ahmed ask that. for his uh, lightsaber to be purple? In, yeah, in the, I uh, think he did. Trials. I think, so. okay. I think he did. Yeah. And but I guess they gave him green because I guess I don't know they didn't want to spice things up. I mean, Mace Windu is literally the only one with a purple saber. Yeah. The only one with a non-blue slash yellow lightsaber, which is another thing apparently that just went. Did I say yellow? I meant green. Yeah, you blue did say yellow. 
Apparently, so, that's another thing that went out of fashion from the High Republic because now they don't they don't have any colors anymore. But well, Ahsoka, Ahsoka had the little sh- uh, Shoto lightsaber that was yellow, which was like puke colored. I yeah, guess. it's like a yeah, it wasn't a good yellow, but it was yellow. It's like a mucus yellow, yeah. And yeah. Plo Koon had the orange one in the Jedi power battles. Right. That's <laughs> a good point, Chad. We briefly talked about this uh, in Aleo. Um, I think that's how you pronounce that. But anyways, mm-hmm. uh, we briefly talked about this earlier that it was likely Jar Jar Binks's um, senatorial yeah. Naboo ship, whatever you want to call that. Very so. likely. So um, yeah. as much as I would love it to be Padme's ship, um, at this point, she's already off on Mustafar and she has a lot going well, on else going on in her mind, though. Yet, but almost. Um, Order 66? She's not there yet. If that's exactly at that moment, I mean, like she's watching the, out the window. Still. Yeah, she's seeing yeah, that happening at a distance. She's a ruminating. So, her ship, to your point, so, yes. her ship is 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 spoken for, right? Yeah, exactly. Because for, somehow C three PO flies her to Mustafar, which still <laughs> just makes me laugh every time He's I see it. He's a great pilot. Why the hell is C three PO flying <laughs> yeah. a ship? An he autopilot should Luke's be there. Speeder, he It makes more that. sense. <laughs> Yeah, he does drive the land speeder too. Get the hell out of here, three PO. What the hell? Good are you pilot. Doing? He's good got. Pilot. He's the. He's the most gangly robot. He's got no range Flying of movement. Flying for droids. <laughs> and, he can't do the tech right. turn though. No, the tech turn. We'll Canonically, Poe Dameron right. does the tech turn. <laughs> so um, we'll get to the tech turn. Um, so we'll we talked turn. about the flashback. They they jump to light speed in the concept art that they showed at the credits. It shows the ship going past a uh, Venator. Yeah. And I thought yeah, that looked really that. cool, but they're probably like, "Eh, let's not put that. In. We don't. Have, it's not in the budget." So, yeah, they had, they had to do all of Coruscant, and they had to do Jedi Temple, and then they had to do everything else, and then they had to do these dragons. They had to do the three baby dragons coming the out baby the ship. Dragons. What? Oh my okay. god! Wait, wait, but Very how? Game of Thrones. The trip yeah. coming back. You have <laughs> all I can think of. Owen, yep. Din, and Paz, and Ragnar, and then all of the other Mandalorians, yep. and the, the, the babies, yep. and the, this yep. big stake. Why did they? <laughs> <laughs> and poor R five is also in there because he, he's not been anywhere else. So you have to see he's me still in there. Ship. He's just like, <laughs> he's just, oh my god, I don't I want to be here them. anymore. God. So you know how Din doesn't like droids? Do you think the whole cult doesn't like droids? See, that's no. their bad thing. They they kill droids. They don't like. No, droids. I, I think it's that's no, just Din's a him trauma. Thing. Oh yeah, because because of his yeah. yeah, that's true. Because of the droids CIS. killing his. Okay, there goes that. Hey. See, I tried to find something for them being evil, and it didn't work. You're trying, <laughs> but John's not letting it happen. But they kidnapped baby dragons. That's it. That's evil. They killed. Well, they killed the mother. They had to take them in. The alligator. Yeah, found. That's honestly. That honestly was a pretty legit uh, move on their part. Like, hey, they they're to gonna starve otherwise. For them. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Christopher Solomon. And Mando's taming beasts. That's very on brand. I'm getting like uh, the old Republic, like. Uh, Tales of the Jedi vibes because they would often have like on uh, Duxun, which is like an off planet to uh, moon to Ord Mantel. Uh, they would like ride sky beasts at that time, and it looked so cool. And mm-hmm. like, uh, I'd love to see that happen with these things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're gonna save them for. for I, I mean, they're definitely the they're definitely gonna play like they, we're definitely gonna see Mandalorians riding dragons into battle at some point this season or next. Well, I don't know who. <laughs> What famous character in another fantasy show had three dragons ended up being evil? <laughs> uh, that's a spoiler. But it's been out. So it's bad. been out. I think See, everybody, point, knows, everybody it, knows. It's a spoiler to a show with a shitty ending. So I mean, like everyone knows. Yeah. That's Everybody's true. seen Lord of the Rings here, AJ. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't, um, that actually is not a Lord of the Rings reference. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks for clarifying that. But, uh, Thank you, Jamie. I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you're gonna look no at the worry. Witch King of Angmar and be like, "Where's the other two? Wait a minute. <laughs> Sorry, Jamie. No, I, I'm just still laughing that they had this like giant steak just like available to like Where wrangle these that? three little baby dragons. It was like a prime cut of like meat too, and it's like, what is what is happening? Where here? was the room on the ship? I, we kind of talked about that, but like there's, there wasn't that much room. It's like a clock. Yeah, like, they were they were stuffed in there. I mean, it it really was like must have been a really stinky ride. Because those birds, birds, raptors, dinosaurs, what they're bit they were big. Maybe they used like a piece of mom, which is like even a more piece of mom, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It's the only other meat available. That's I'm just doing um, that here. Maybe anyway. it's like al- leftover, it might be leftover alligator meat from when there they blew go. up the alligator. 
Okay, was, so they flew back, got the alligator meat, or they just they brought, brought, they brought, have a, steak they brought a big hand. juicy alligator steak with them on the expedition to all eat separately. Uh, okay, in different I don't, corners of the I planet. don't like my theory, but oh. I think it's more. Oh, we lost Matt. man. <laughs> Matt really committed to that. <laughs> all right, um, but yeah, that's the part that I just keep finding the funniest. And, and like, there was it was such a dramatic reveal too. It's like, oh, also we brought back some foundlings. Da -da -da! <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's yeah. like, um, hey, this those is are dragons. <laughs> Your point? <laughs> that, my computer is wigging out right now. It, it, it's it's uh, confused about the stake as much as we are. Yeah. Couldn't handle yeah. The, the family. Good question from Bren. Uh, we were laughing about Grogu's chess piece earlier, but um, I thought, I always thought. That's what I thought it was going to do. It, I mean, it's going to deflect something at some point, probably, right? Like, yeah. Why make yeah. That? But I thought his um, his little uh, chainmail could do that anyways, because that's best car. It's best yeah, car. like what the hell's oh. the point of the chainmail? Yeah, if he needs the you know double medallion. Because chainmail, um, like as a material, is like one of the best things against blunt or uh, sharp objects, because it like literally uh, you, like it can't stab through the chainmail unless it's like incredibly sharp or like really strong force. So yeah, mm -hmm. and like it, it, I'd assume that'd be enough coverage to deflect a blaster bolt too. So like, what the hell is someone gonna you try to jam that. like a, a big spe a spear? So I don't know something just into Grogu. He's gonna get <laughs> messed up. He's like like the cave troll in in uh, Minds of Moria. Just <laughs> Ragnar we has had, had enough. We, wow, we have oh, we so <laughs> we have <laughs> so many Lord of the Rings references. Unbelievable, yeah, unintentional ones too. It's gonna Sauron. <laughs> so wow, that was also a Lord of the Rings reference. AJ, we're nailing it. <laughs> I, so, I really appreciated the dragon appearing over the crest for the first time and it let out like the Nazgul scream. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, but yeah. really though, that was actually one of the moments I was just like, was that the moment? Because I, I lost it laughing. I shouldn't have, but like just the dragon appearing and just the scream that it made. It's... Oh, I, I I lost it too. But just because, again, Ragnar just stinks. He stinks to high heaven. He can't, he can't stand outside for more than two friggin' seconds. He did say somebody, I love you to his dad. That is true. They had a nice moment. Yeah. All right. And then they said this is the way, and then I threw up on the TV. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love wow. how every time someone has said this is the way to Bo Katan, she has not said it back. If you guys she did this episode. She did this episode. She did? Never mind. Yeah. Forget I said anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a big the deal. When the yeah. armor was like, You've performed the highest honor, you've saved a foundling. She like pauses for a second, then she goes, This is the way. Like legitimately, like without she's, sarcasm. She's, she's playing along. She's playing along. Uh, yeah, I'm worried. I'm worried about her. I, I want. Well, last to be episode like... was the convert. Matt, or you're worried because one. I think she's in. I think she's all in. And you're and you're worried that she's in in because <laughs> the cult is A bad. Gandalf. That's another Lord of the Rings reference right there. <laughs> <All> right, Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> Deflected, just like place. a good piece of Beskar. Um, hey, just like Grogu's chest medallion. No one's, no one's pretending like the you can't take your helmet off and the emotional withdrawal isn't like like like, like, like no one's pretending it's a healthy thing to do. Uh, but I think there is there's something to be said about being part of an organization so that you can help make a positive change in it. And that's that is my optimistic hope for where that's going is that Din and Bo can Oh, they're gonna reform help it. make it better. Yeah. I don't know how and I don't know when, but they Brent, will. you just gave me a great idea. Uh bring up Brent's last comment. That's genius. So I I know exactly what they're gonna do. They're gonna fly to Mandalore and they're gonna put Ragnar in the pool to bait the mythosaur out. That's that's brilliant. That's perfect. And then the mythosaur is going to try to eat Ragnar, or yeah, just going to eat Ragnar, and they're going to and they're going to get him. That's it. Mythosaur's going to come out. He's like, is that fucking Ragnar over there? Oh, oh man, no, I heard he tastes good. Oh. <laughs> and, and then Ragnar's stuck in his throat for like three years. To oh, actually, zero to three years. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, right on top of me. Do the high look. <laughs> oh, you're Mandalore now. Whoops. Any more in the Mandalorian? Any more deep thoughts on this episode? Uh, 
Uh, Honestly, nope. not really. We I, basically, I think it, we filled an hour talking about like two scenes. We did. We did a good. Well, that's what this was episode was. Scenes. It wasn't a whole lot. This no, episode no, was, was good, but I think that it's important it to remember context-wise. This episode was as good as it was because we had that flashback. I think I just yeah. want to remind oh, everyone yeah. that, of course. Um, yeah. When you think back on what your favorite episodes of this show are, is it really going to be this one? Just, just remember that. No. Okay. Yeah, the last two, this episode and last episode, <laughs> unfortunately, have both relied on things that aren't Din. Like, like this season is really taking focus away a lot from Din. Um, exactly. And like, I'm, 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 I'm fine with it for the most part because at the end of the day, I'm just excited to see this time period. Um, I want to see as much of it as I can. So if you know, like, as as a lot of people are frustrated not seeing Din so much last episode to me it's like i get that because i feel that way too but this is a really interesting world building moment that we get to just peek into yeah. and same thing with this here like like yeah i i wish it was a longer episode because that was something that i thought softened the blow last week was that it was an hour long this time less so 37 minutes you know a link and like you know a good chunk of that is that flashback so it's like the lack of reliance on din as a as the character as the mandalorian uh, does worry me a little bit like are they you know how much content did they have planned specifically for din this season uh and doesn't you know, like is, the, is it going to suffer because of that doesn't din feel a little hollow i know it's kind of what you're saying but like, if something feels off and i don't know what it is because we got that premiere that set up everything for din he jumped around he did some cool things here and there uh episode two we got his ass kicked up and down everywhere that was episode two right up and down yeah. everywhere yeah uh so he i don't know like that was a very bow centric episode as it was din and then three was he wasn't in it really at all because he uh that was the coruscant episode and then this i don't know like, like he was just kind of there with everybody i mean at the very weird. end I, I don't know what it is at the very end bo katan's given the um the honor of you saved a foundling and meanwhile yeah. din's just next to her like yeah i was there too i actually hey. caught the child and gave it back to his father but whatever yeah it's <laughs> like slowly so she got to eat at the fire true yeah. <laughs> she was the leader so yeah that makes sense it's like but. it's like the the mandalorian has switched and now it's Bo. uh yeah a little feels bit like, that. like which i love Bo, but well, it's she's a mandalorian dinner, it's weird so it's, yeah. it's yeah. what's accurate if if the show is like focused on them like ant-man of the wasp style like I'm, I'm not mad about it i'm just like i just don't know where they're headed and i think i'll feel better about it once i've seen where it ends the season because like i'm yeah. just like i thought yeah. i knew what was going on i thought i knew where the conflicts were going to be uh but other than like an underlying imperial presence in the republic i'm not clear on where the problem is and to be fair chapter season one was kind of the same way right like we just kind of shuffled around uh knowing that din had done done some nasty business to the empire and then it all came to a head like uh the second to last episode so like are we gonna have a throwback to season one in that way that'd be something yeah. i don't yeah. know if i mentioned Great, this on the show i was talking with one of my friends last week after that episode that it's not really a complaint but it's just another weird feeling i have with the show that if you look at the, all the big things that happened in season two so we meet bo katan she's building up this fleet uh moff meet, gideon we, what we meet Cobb vanth uh this really cool uh, guy uh, on side so yep that's a big we thing. get to later in the season the other big things that happen uh grogu goes off with luke and moff gideon's captured those are the three big things that come to mind there and then season three her fleet is just gone book 10's fleet is gone uh which we understand why moff gideon it probably has escaped i don't know if, i don't know if we've seen it I don't know. I mean, I don't know if we're gonna see it. I should say. Um, and, and Grogu is back with <laughs> Grogu is uh, back Mandalorian. with Din, and like that. Ha we we saw that happen, but it wasn't in Mandalorian. Which, whatever. That was yeah. Mando. Interesting. Three, no way. Yeah. But still, it's just I'm weird. I'm just afraid at the end of uh, like Mando's back to his cultish ways. Yeah, like yes, I'm just afraid at, at the end of the second to last episode of the season. Um, the we're gonna get the like that's when we're gonna get the answer to what was up with that big fleet of of. Uh, tie fighters that's just a minor yeah. worry uh it's not gonna break the show for me if that's accurate i just i i i want it to be sprinkled more and we're getting that like that tie fighter thing like who why are there so many that's a good seed planted that i'm really it excited is. to watch grow um yeah just i think the my 
it's just it's a bummer when we get these shorter episodes and a chunk of it isn't the focus of the episode like it's the same problem with din taking up so much time in book of boba like uh, yeah can can we have another show that focuses on this extra stuff but at the same time i don't know i'm all over the place on it i think uh, by season's end uh, we cover this weekly so it's like we have to kind of we nitpick some things here and there by season's end i don't think we'll really have as many of these yeah. uh, complaints so yeah i agree it's, um... yeah it's about halfway through the season now, right? So we yep. have halfway. Yeah, exactly left. halfway. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is odd. Yeah. It is odd. Doesn't We've had some like hints. Point. We've no. had some clear hints as to, you know, the antagonists are again going to be the Imperials. Um, or so. Um, it's not going to be the cult. No, I wasn't going to say the cult. <laughs> come on, come on, bring him, bring him up. Yeah. Um, hey, Gorian Shard. Gorian Shard. What yeah, if it's Gorian Shard's? Uh, pirate tie fighters is just like listen i i don't even need, we don't even need to mod these right now i just i freaking hate these this is exactly what i look like whenever there's an episode about the cult this is me this morning <laughs> to you this morning Ugh. i have that to drive all the way to boston <laughs> oh you're there oh my god i'm looking for you that was you when i told you this morning that pax opens at 10 and not nine <laughs> I'm like, what time does PAX open? And, and he's just like, I don't know. I think it's, nine. And I'm like, holy shit! An adventure. He's like, what? We'll 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 do we'll do a full recap of our hmm. PAX adventures sometime soon. Um, maybe that yeah. actually will be a little bit of uh, bonus content on our Patreon if you guys are interested in that. Um, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. So this weekend yeah. we are going to be at PAX East again. If you're in the local Boston area, we have panel on Saturday night. Uh, at PAX East, we're going to be building a Star Wars character. It's going to be great. Or sorry, game. building a Star Wars game. I don't even know what we're doing. <laughs> I'm tired. Plenty um, of characters in that Right. Game. This has oh, yeah. been our Mandalorian Chapter 20 uh, recap episode. If you've been chatting with us tonight in the chat in the stream, thank you guys so much for tuning in and talking with us live. If you've been watching just on the video after, thank you guys for watching. Happy for you to be here. If you've been listening to the audio version, hello. Thank you. Um, goodbye but you can watch us again on the video version um or take us to go in the audio version uh you can find us everywhere on social media at holland at marauders and we'll be back soon with uh, some video game content some bad batch content and then Ooh, back yeah. to the mandalorian so see you guys next time at holland at marauders